Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC. So we wanted to know uh, to what extent people felt accountable or not. Um, and so one thing that we've been able to do with this study is that we have shown that the people who are in those accountable person roles definitely experience a higher level of felt accountability than others that participated in the study. Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Slusher, I'm the editor for GRC Professional Magazine. And today, once again, we have Professor Elizabeth Sheedy. I don't think we've had you on since last year, maybe when we were talking about the Royal Commission, or maybe we were talking about FAIR. Um, but definitely looking at that accountability piece in the past. Um, you are from Macquarie University, and, and you've definitely done research in the sort of accountability remuneration space in the past. So I guess we could jump straight into it and just tell me a bit about what this latest research is about very generally. Yeah, so uh, it's been, the catalyst has been the introduction of the BEAR, in other words, the Banking Executive Accountability Regime, uh, which came into effect for the big banks uh, in July 2018, and then was rolled out to all authorised deposit-taking institutions uh, in 2019. and it will be even further rolled out under the guise of the FAR to insurance companies and superannuation funds um, over the next little while. So this is a really major new regulatory initiative. And I think it's important to investigate it to see if it is, uh, what sort of effect it is having or may have. Um, In one sense, we will only really know the impact of the bear in the long term. Okay? But I think because it is such an important and novel regulatory initiative, um, it is worth taking an early look. Um, because if the bear is to have any effect long term, then you would expect to already see some changes in behaviour. Okay? If those changes in behaviour are not happening now, then there's no reason to think that anything's gonna change longer term. So this was really a chance to have a look under the hood uh, and get a, uh, get a peek at how the implementation was handled and how it's shaping up in, uh, in this early stage. So uh, we approached it uh, as primarily an interview study Uh, We had the opportunity to have long-form interviews uh, with 41 uh, senior banking executives. Of those, about half were accountable persons. In other words, they were registered under the bear as uh, having accountability for a particular area of responsibility. Um, The other people that we interviewed were generally direct reports of accountable persons. So we thought it would be really interesting to talk to those direct reports about what they were observing and whether they thought that uh, the accountable persons were behaving differently, uh, you know, that they were discharging their responsibilities in a way that they might not have done um, previous to the bear being introduced. Right. And so from what you saw from the research, um, was there anything surprising, something you didn't expect, or did you see what you kind of expected to see? Yeah. We look, at this stage, we're not, we're not releasing um, 
our findings, um, Kwame, that's going to happen in, uh, in early February. So we're, we're launching our findings um, tentatively on the 4th of February. Uh, so uh, today, what I really wanted to do was um, just uh, highlight uh, perhaps just a, one or two early findings. Yeah. Um, one finding is that we have evaluated the felt accountability of uh, people in this study. Okay, now let me just explain what I mean by that. It was primarily an interview study, but we um, did a pre-interview survey. Um, so that survey allowed us to capture in, like demographic, basic demographic information, but also information about people's attitudes, perceptions, uh, experience of the bear, uh, and even personality. Now, felt accountability, what, what we're getting at there is this idea of, you know, to what extent do people actually perceive that they are scrutinised? Okay, so because let's be clear, you could have two different two different people in exactly the same role with the same formal accountabilities, but those two people could experience that quite differently, uh, and that could be because of you know personal characteristics. So we wanted to know uh, to what extent people felt accountable or not. Um, and so one thing that we've been able to do with this study is that we have shown that the people who are in those accountable person roles definitely experience a higher level of felt accountability than others that participated in the study. So I guess that's a, an early sign that the bear might be having some effect. Okay? People are feeling more scrutinized and that's exactly what has to happen if bear uh, is going to have any effect. Um, another thing that we did, uh, we also asked people uh, about uh, the risk culture in their organisation. Now, I guess, uh, you know, many of uh, your members would know that at Macquarie University, we've been researching the area of risk culture for some time. And a number of years ago, we developed the Macquarie University Risk Culture Scale, which is a validated um, survey measure of risk culture. Um, and so, uh, so we were able to look at, uh, you know, how things like accountability uh, changed with uh, the risk culture or how it related to people's experience of work stress. Uh, and one of the real concerns that people had about the accountability regime uh, leading into it uh, is that it can cause people to experience excessive amounts of work stress, and that could have uh, some unfortunate consequences. Interestingly, what we found is that the accountable people in our study did not experience higher levels, or they didn't experience significantly higher levels of work stress uh, compared with others. Where, what does seem to be important for explaining work stress is uh, where there is a poor risk culture. Okay? So in other words, where you have a gap between the risk culture that is espoused by the organisation and what is enacted on the ground, uh, 
that does create work stress and I'm sure it will be easy for your members to understand why that would be. So the, the bear isn't causing stress, it's the culture of the organisation that causes stress. Uh, and, and that was, I think, uh, quite an interesting finding. But we'll have a lot more to say uh, about our research findings um, uh, come February. Um, excellent. And I'm, I'm glad you, you made a mention of that felt um, that felt scrutiny because, of course, I remember in our discussions in the past about the risk culture research you did, it was about the perception of risk culture as a good indicator of what the risk, risk culture actually was in the organisation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, seeing how all that comes together. Yeah. Uh, I mean, another thing that I can, uh, that, you know, perhaps we could talk about today is uh, what has been discovered in the early evaluations of the similar UK regulation. So uh, the UK were, was really the innovators in this area. They introduced the senior managers and certification regime back in 2016. And our BEAR uh, was modelled on that to a significant extent. Now, UK Finance, which is, it, that's an industry lobby group, uh, you know, you might liken it to the Australian Banking Association. UK Finance has already done an early evaluation of uh, their regime and their results uh, have come out quite positively. Okay, so I'll just read you a quote uh, from their report. Our key finding is that industry respondents regard the introduction of the SMCR regime as a positive development, which has led to improvements in behaviours and processes within firms. Overwhelmingly, there is a perception within firms that there has been meaningful change, with particular emphasis on a change in culture and behaviours. So uh, that was uh, quite, uh, quite positive. Um, of course, just because there has been a positive experience in the UK doesn't necessarily mean that that will translate to Australia, okay? Because you've got to take into account uh, there are some differences in the design of our bear re regime. Of course, it's a different regulator and uh, different national culture. So we can't assume that the positive experience of the UK uh, will uh, translate here. I think it is a genuine research question uh, and I'm really looking forward to uh, telling all of your members all about what we discovered in early February. Yes, excellent. So anyone who's listening to this podcast, uh, there will be an event in early February with Professor Elizabeth Sheedy um, discussing the findings of the report. Uh, so coming now to the end of the podcast, um, is there any advice or um, any observations that you can share with our members, sort of give them a bit of a teaser? Um, I don't think I want to say any more than I already have. Thanks, Kwame. Uh, that's great. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time and have a great day. Okay, then. This podcast was a production of the Governance Risk and Compliance Institute and the music was produced by Rob Neary.